0: time I go to your micro not your microwave every time I go to your refrigerator I always think of the last of us part two do you know why no you don't you had no idea why no okay so when I'm standing there and I'm filling my cup with water mm-hmm. I look at the, all the fridge magnets your mom has mm-hmm. and there's one of Catalina Island okay with the Catalina like the the museum or whatever that is yeah and that's exactly what the start screen becomes after you beat the game or you see like the beach oh, part two yeah I said part two. Did you say part two? I don't know what you're saying. You just said the last one. Oh, last of was part two. Like, every time I see that on your mom's fridge magnet, I think of the last one was part two. It's like, man, I want to replay that game now. And then I walk away from it and I forget about it. But, Anyways, what were you going to say? Johnny? you to say something? All right. uh, anyways. <laughs> <sighs> this pod might be a little
1: rough. We just had a a ton of Chinese food and oh, I we
0: stu- can't breathe. I can't, Yeah, I'm so stuffed to the point where I can't catch my breath like i felt like i just ran or something but no i just stuffed myself with msg and noodles and i'm just like what's
1: uh what's the most food you ever had to eat
0: Like <sighs> at one time right yes it'd have to be some buffet i don't know which buffet? one hmm. i've been i've never stuffed myself to the point where like i've like been in pain all day yeah but i've definitely stuffed myself to the point where i'm uncomfortable for
1: like a long time no i've been the first for sure i've uh I think my worst experience was over in Vegas at the wind. Mm-hmm. Infinite food, you know, uh, a ton of cheesecake, lobster, chicken, fucking everything. And I just couldn't walk, dude. It was so painful. You were going to get your money's worth. Yeah. But, uh,
0: well, let's start the pot. All right, I guess. <laughs> this isn't a food podcast, although maybe one day it will be. And it's not a. Uh... It's not, well, I was going to say, it's not a Last of Us 2 podcast, but we did do an episode about that, so that's not true. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Duo Sense podcast, a usually weekly podcast. Uh, we skipped last week because life got in the way, and also just because I just couldn't. I, I was too busy. I couldn't make my way over here to Johnny's, so. But wait, is it Lent? What, what were you doing? It wasn't Lent. Oh, right. History. No, yeah, we had our uh, the memorial. Uh-huh. Which is the as Jehovah's Witnesses we have like a that's like the one thing we observe because it's like the one thing Jesus actually told people to observe like keep doing this in memory of me. So we did we passed the wine cup we passed the unleavened 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 bread. I think it's unleavened, yeah. And yeah, that was like a short little service. But that's not why. That's not. I was on. I was on a Friday. I usually come over like Thursday or maybe Tuesday. But I was just really busy that week, so. Yeah, and then this past week, I was also kind of busy with grandpa stuff. And, well, Anyways, the point is I'm here now. That's what matters. We're yeah. here now. We got some stuff to talk
1: about. But uh, speaking of food, do you even want to read this article? This shit this is dumb.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll do it. Yeah, because I can kind of talk about it. Okay, our first story, kind of funny one from about a couple of weeks ago, is the Halo official cookbook is coming in August, coming from PC Gamer, written by Andy Chalk, a name very similar to mine. Yeah, Johnny, why not? Let's dive into it. Or let's, uh, let's, uh, I'm trying to think of the food analogy for that. Let's dive in. Yeah, people say that about food, right? Dive in? The grub? No?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's good.
0: <laughs> it says, it's probably, maybe, a coincidence, but just a few days after CD Projekt unveiled the official Witcher cookbook, 343 Industries has announced that Master Chief is getting a fancy meal-making guide of his own. Halo, the official cookbook, will include more than 70 recipes from portable snacks that you can take with you in the Warthog to decadent spreads to feed the entire squadron. That's a, I like that. With step-by-step instructions and photos aimed at making everything accessible to chefs of all skill levels. The quote says, time to upgrade your armory right, al- right alongside your pantry. Announcing the official Halo cookbook from Insight Editions, available for pre-order right now, releasing in August. The Hale Cookbook is being authored by Victoria Rosenthal, who apparently specializes in this sort of thing. She's previously made cookbooks for Final Fantasy XIV, Street Fighter, Fallout, and Destiny. She also has a long-running website called Pixelated Provisions, where she recreates foods and recipes found in video games. The current front-page formula is Guild Wars 2 Crispy Fish Pancakes, and dozens of other games are represented. It's really quite impressive. Says, I had no idea that this kind of niche offshoot subgenre had grown so popular, but glancing through the Amazon listings for some of Rosenthal's other books, they look like quality products. Nice photos, detailed directions, and lore. Some of it a bit perfunctory, sure, but these are cookbooks, not source books, after all. The video game food crossover is definitely a thing, though. We interviewed another game cookbook author back in 2017 about the challenges of adapting World of Warcraft items like rye like claws into tasty recipes the official Hell cookbook is set to debut on august 16th and is available for pre-order from amazon in a hardcover edition for 40 bucks and 14 dollars on kindle so i actually don't have one of these but i do have uh one of rosenthal's other cookbooks that i've actually used in the past uh wait does she write the same I think she did. I'm gonna look it up right now because I have the Elder Scrolls cookbook, which I believe is also written by her. One of the recipes you mentioned, I think, was crispy fish pancakes. That doesn't sound
1: appetizing. That's
0: that. Uh, yeah, that's for the uh, Guild Wars 2 one. It looks like. Um, I don't know about that, but if it, but if she did do the the one that I'm thinking of, and I I'm like eighty. Oh no, she did. This is Chelsea Monroe Kessel, somebody different. Somebody different. So why'd you buy this book after? I bought the Elder Scrolls cookbook because uh, as somebody who, well, used to live on their own. Now I have family living with me. But I, I wanted to like cook stuff on my own for like like something I could eat for a couple days or stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not meal prep, but kind of like that. So I bought the Elder Scrolls cookbook because I, that's what I'm familiar with. That's like my franchise or lore of choice. If I want to cook something, it's going to be from that world because... When you play, like, Skyrim or Oblivion, there's, like, so many, like, foods and treats that look really good. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's actually – now there's actual recipes to do, making those kind of things. So I figured, like, if I'm going to buy a cookbook, it's going to be the one I'm familiar with in terms of, like, world and, like, lore and history and, like – Like, for example, there's a recipe for making your own Laffy Taffy. And, like, Taffy is, like, a treat in Skyrim that you come oh, that's across. Cool.
1: That's cool. So- it's actually
0: really simple. I mean, I – not, like, the way you make it, but the ingredients. It's, like – honey sugar and water hmm. and like something for like flavoring or color okay like it's actually really simple to make taffy not simple I'm sorry not simple in execution simple in terms of like what you need for it and so I made uh juniper berry uh pork chops which was one of like the recipes in this in what the- is even
1: juniper berries
0: juniper berries are uh they're like a spicy berry you're not supposed to eat it you're supposed to season your food with it, like the essence mm-hmm. kind of and you're supposed to spit them out the, I think you're supposed they You use it a lot in making meads also, like... In, but it's, it
1: gives you, like, a... It's yeah, a it sense. adds,
0: like, a woody kind of, like, pine taste to stuff. Okay, that sounds good. But you're not meant to, like, eat it. Like, too many of them is bad for you. Like, it doesn't digest well. But you're supposed to use it, like, put it in a broth, and then, like, you're supposed to, like, st- like strain the broth and remove the berries afterward. Okay. So it's just there to kind of, like, soak up and, like, release, like, the flavoring in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's like when you put a bo- bones in your broth. Like you're not supposed to eat the bones. It's just there to add the flavor and then get rid of. Understand this? I guess, but I eat the marrow in the bone, so. You don't eat okay. the bone, you eat the marrow. That's yeah. a completely different thing. You're yeah. not you're not chewing on actual I chew on the bone too. That's Yeah, but you're not eating like shards of bone and stuff, right? It's soft enough. Okay. Anyways, Mr. smart guy, put it in the pressure cooker. That thing is super
1: soft. dude like the whole time.
0: I believe you. I believe you. Sort of. Not really. Sort of. Anyway, so yeah, juniper berry, it was a I mean it was it was one of the recipes I had actually buy beer for because the beer call the recipe calls for a dark stout. So I had to buy like I I had to buy beer. I had to buy juniper berries which I can only get through Amazon cuz like no local store sells them. So I had to go out of my way. It was an expensive dish to make, honestly, cuz it was hard to source some of the materials. But when it was done, it was so so good. So good. Delicious. So Anyways, yeah, the, the author, the the writer of this article says, like, he was unaware of this, like, little niche thing. But, like, I've known or I've been aware of it, like, where there is a market for these kind of things, for, like, cookbooks and stuff, for especially video game thing culinary stuff. Like, when I was in Japan, I went to the Capcom store, and they had uh, Ryu mm-hmm. chopsticks. Okay. And then you remember know who Dal Sim is, the fire-breathing the fire guy? Yes. He has his own curry. His own like uh, like a spicy curry packets.
1: I'm not sure I've ever had curry, dude.
0: It's just yeah, it's coconut and it's spicy. Right. It's usually spicy, yeah. Well, there's different kinds of curry. There's like like Indian curry, and then there's like Chinese or like Japanese. Curry. Yeah, I wouldn't know the difference. Indian curry is more like spicy, spicy with like like overpowering like spices. Mm-hmm. But Dal Sim, the fire breathing guy, has his own brand like, of Capcom like curry like packets. That's bad. And so I bought some of those and I gave them to my friend who's, like, huge into Street Fighter. So I brought... I brought him like, Ryu chopsticks and stuff. I need to see more of that. Like, I wish they had um, Kirby Bubblegum. That would be appropriate. Yeah. like, blow it up. Uh-huh. You imagine how that'd be cool. You like could let it go and it just, like, blow. It just, like, bobs away. That'd be so cool. Yeah, they, that's probably something they would probably add to the, the Nintendo Land, the uh, Super Nintendo Land, Universal Studios or something. Anyways yeah there's there's this like market for this stuff there's a cool one i don't have the fallout one but i kind of want the fallout one because that one teaches you how to make nuka cola which is basically their world their version of coca-cola and the recipe for that actually does supposedly taste like coca-cola like you get like mineral water and you add like some plant or something and that replicates like the coca-cola taste supposedly so anyways yeah there's a market for these like uh like fan fandom cookbooks I'm curious about the Street Fighter one because I'm trying to imagine, like, what would that be? Like, Guile's All-American Burger or, like, E-Honda's, like, Sushi or Cammy's L- 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 Thigh-Busting. You know what I mean? Like, what Oh, the, dude. That's a great fucking name. Thigh-Busting Thigh- yeah, thigh-bust- Chops or okay. Shank or something. It's like... Yeah. I, that'd be cool, so... Um, actually, I kind
1: of wanted to hate on this story that they have a the cookbook because I, I mean... oh What recipe in the
0: game would you want to see in that book? That's the thing. I'm not familiar with Halo lore outside of the first game. Uh Well, that's not true. guess Halo Reach and Halo 1. I can't think of anything. Like like, a needler drink? Like it's just going to have... That would be dope because I'm picturing like an alcoholic beverage and like it has like purple toothpicks in it like a needler or something. Like visually, that would look cool. I just don't know what it would taste like. Yeah, I just don't know if they would be
1: all that creative, like, they, or they just take a random name and attach it to this food that's sort of
0: unrelated. The Elder Scrolls Cookbook kind of has that, where like a lot of the things are clearly like, oh yeah, that's from the game, uh-huh. and then every now and then you'll see something that's like, that wasn't a thing in the game. That's just like if just, it's just fully attaching it up. It's yeah, just, like, You're just oh, attaching whatever. a name to it. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, so what I was gonna ask you is. Well, first I was gonna hate on it because it's like, come on guys, like why the fuck are you making a cookbook? Like the last one of the last things they made was deodorant. Like, why do you want Xbox deodorant? You know? Sometimes they'll Does have that smells like plastic or what? A burnt plastic? I don't know. <laughs> uh, sometimes they'll have these specials, like uh, Xbox had donuts, right? They had like this I heard little this little round one with the X on top of it. I heard about that, yeah. And recently PlayStation came out with the symbols, uh donut symbols
0: and they they come in
1: the colors with the uh, with the sprinkles on it looks really dope Uh, also I can kind of appreciate it because something that I'm I'm super nostalgic for is like the uh, Ninja Turtles I knew
0: you were going to say that yeah I knew you were going to say that they're fucking great dude with the little green ooze coming out of it I knew you were going to say that yeah those were awesome as soon as you said something as soon as you said I'm nostalgic for I'm like he's going to say those those pies those turtle pies yeah. I knew it. Uh, so the next question for this is,
1: what game do you think would be very inter- interesting for... I
0: think Pokemon would be perfect for it. Pokemon? But I think it would be a little inappropriate because then all the food would have to be made out of Pokemon. So like in Pokemon, there's this thing called, they have like Slowpoke Tail is like a delicacy. Mm-hmm. But that means you have to basically cut off the tails of living Slowpoke and that's kind of like barbaric. Yeah. But Slowpoke Tail is like supposedly like, a, like it's like Oxtail kind of, it's like a delicacy. In in the world of Pokemon, they talk about how they make, like, uh like pants-seared Magikarp. I thought they had, like, some kind of truce in Pokemon world. Where you don't eat them? No, yeah. not really. No? Uh-huh. Like, magic Magikarp are sometimes eaten by people, which is weird because, like, it's like eating your dog or your cat. Yeah. I don't know. But I think Pokemon would be cool because there's so much potential for, like, imagine, like, 150 recipes based off the 150 Pokemon or something. All right. But, uh, uh i or like i it'd probably be like partly like i imagine like uh like a like when, what do you call those books for like making drinks it's not a cookbook right what do you call them like a mixology kind of thing you know what i mean yes okay so i'd probably be like pikachu like sunrise or like it's like a yellow drink That's cool. or you know Let's stuff see. like that i imagine i don't know the game i i think i would want is Resident evil that sounds gross and that is a real thing And when i was in japan they had a they had uh, what was it? There was in the Capcom store. They had mm-hmm. Resident Evil themed. Like, I thought you
1: were gonna say that when Sue said Capcom earlier on.
0: I think it was Resident Evil themed protein powder. I think okay, it was like bio, it was like Biohazard protein powder for like drinks, like for mixing. Oh, the um, the G virus drinks. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 I would want that. There's I'd a want, there's a Resident Evil like cafe in Japan. I would want liquor brains. That's a. Th- I think that's a thing. They would
1: have a nemesis like his pipes or whatever they are yeah some green drink, drink. Vein, the,
0: like the the veins are yeah. thing. Yeah. they would have the wesker for the whiskey wesker whiskey yeah. a little alliteration there uh-huh. like, like imagine like a if like an umbrella comes with like, sunglasses <laughs> okay <laughs> like it's a drink you know like you well, should... that's dope
1: a little umbrella too that'd be dope and
0: then like just a pair of sunglasses just hanging off the of cu- off the glass or something like like he like served it in a hurry and like left it or something that's awesome that'd be funny <sighs> the star's drink Oh, oh, stars! Like stars. That sounds dope. Like I picture like something like kind of like fruity, like punk fruit punchy kind of. Mm-hmm. And then like a, like a berry special, like berry with the berry. Eclair,
1: they all work,
0: dude. Eclair, or about that like an eclair, like it's claire, ah, but I see, like I like, see. A, like a pastry, yeah. Or like a, or a the cr- sherry temple. I like that. I was about to say uh, Chris on the rocks, like a boulder kind of thing. All right. (laughs) This kind of just writes itself really. Sheva, like Sheva Sorbet or Sheva Shaved Ice. A little something to rhyme with it. Um, I I think berries has like a very berry, like berry, like his name, but also berry, like the fruit, like berry, 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 Oh, okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Berry burden, very berry berry burden. There's a lot of potential there. There's a lot of potential there. All right. That's what we want, Johnny. <laughs> we could talk about food and drinks for a long time, but we got to keep on moving. Next story comes from IGN Johnny, written by Adam Bankhurst. It says Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 announcement teased as Infinity Ward's Twitter goes dark. It says the official reveal of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 appears to be imminent as Infinity Ward's Twitter has gone dark. Furthermore, Its header image appears to feature Ghost lurking in the shadows. Not a ghost, but a character named Ghost. If you head to Infinity Ward's Twitter, you will notice that its profile picture is all black, which companies have done before ahead of a big reveal. Infinity Ward's header image also appears to be a black image, but you can see the faintest image if you look close enough. After IGN brightened up the image, it sure looks like fan favorite Ghost is hiding in the dark, waiting for his next move. You can see the brightened up image below, and compared to Ghost and his iconic skull mask in the light. Infinity Ward working on Modern Warfare 2 is no secret, as it all but confirmed the news back in February when it shared that its teams were working on, quote, Call of Duty 2022 is a sequel to Modern Warfare 2019, which, in that case, just say Modern Warfare 2, really, and being designed with a new Warzone experience, both led by Infinity Ward, Infinity Ward wrote on Twitter. This new game will not be a remaster." Of 2009's Modern Warfare 2, but will instead continue the story that began in the Modern Warfare reboot from 2019. In our review of 2019's Call of Duty Modern Warfare, we said that its varied gameplay modes and excellent gunplay suggest the series is headed in a promising direction. And the article kind of ends there, Johnny. Johnny, I am super excited for this. If there's one subgenre or sub series within Call of Duty that I love, it's the Modern Warfare series, because as much as I enjoy World War II, and all that other stuff. Like Modern Warfare has always been the series that's pushed like the game the the storytelling and the gameplay further. Not as much as like the future or Infinity Warfare or Black Ops stuff, but like Modern Warfare to me is very it's like very iconic, very dear to my heart. I actually just did a uh I don't know if the video's up yet, but with one of my friends who's one of my friends is replaying every single Call of Duty game. And he's doing like a podcast about it, and I was just with him this past week to do a uh, Call of Duty Four, which is like the the one that really like made Call of Duty like a household name, the one that I played a lot, the one that I played a lot as a kid. So I'm very excited about Modern Warfare. What, what do you expect out of it? What, what, more guns? What... More? If, honestly, just more of the same. I'll be happy with that because that's what I just love. Just polished. Just polished. Uh, I hope they bring back Spec Ops. Remember we played Spec Ops, Johnny? Do you remember it was like back
1: those, like at your place? And-
0: yeah, where you play like the split screen, like the little self-contained missions, where like oh, like we're like you we had to revive each other, we had to like deal with waves of enemies or like clear like certain sections. I recall that a little bit. We had to like do like you had to earn stars or whatever, and like the harder it was, like the more stars you got. But those parts were like you had to like it was you against like fifteen juggernauts, and like you had to keep each other alive and stuff. And, like, we came up with, like, very smart st- strategies where, like, sometimes you would go in the doorway and we'll let you get downed so that I could, like, heal you. But also you would block the enemy so you could just keep shooting at the enemies as they kept downing you over and over. So as long as one of us stayed alive at all times, we both still won. It's kind of breaking the game. It is, but it's there for a reason. The game allows you... It, we're still within the rules of the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. But, yeah, I want them to bring back Spec Ops because they haven't had that since Modern Warfare 3 back in 2011? I want to say so. Mm-hmm. almost a decade over a decade ago at this point and you bring back Spec Ops. Hopefully they um, I hope they kind of do this. So Marble Warfare 2019 is sort of a prequel slash re of the original Marble Warfare from 2007 where they did the same storyline, but also the game kind of takes place before the first one, but it's like a remake. So I hope they do the same thing where they take the Marble Warfare 2 from 20 from 2009 and, make, and just tweak it and take those elements into Modern Warfare 2 of this year's. You know what I'm saying, kind of? Kind of, sort of? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, so I'm hoping they do that like, successfully. I know the game's going to be amazing. I, I'm surprised how good Modern Warfare 2019 looks on a PS4. I can't imagine what this is going to look like on the PS5. It's going to be bonkers insane. I think this is the first one they're doing... I could be wrong, but I think this is the first one that's actually going to be only on next gen. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. It doesn't say in the article. But I think this one's supposed to be like current gen exclusive. I don't think they're doing it for like PS4 and, I hope it is. and Xbox One. I could be wrong. But I, I somebody said that somewhere. So I want to look that up. Actually, you know what? I'm going to look it up right now because I don't want to leave with wrong information. Is MR2 a. Next gen only title. One over 2 is expected to arrive on both. Oh, no. Never mind. Last gen and current gen. Never mind. False alarm. I mean, false report. So, I'm excited. Johnny, you're, I know you're not a big Call of Duty guy, so I'm not even going to. I get mixed up with the timelines. There's like Black Ops and Modern Warfare. Well, that's its own separate thing. I mean, that's, and then Treyarch. Okay, yeah. Treyarch does the Black Ops slash some of the world war ii ones yeah and then they switch up by years. and then yeah then sometimes sledgehammer does like um i think sledgehammer did vanguard in some of the yeah because treyarch did cold war mm-hmm. which was back in 2020 and then last year 2021 was vanguard that's the world war ii one and then this year it's infinity ward again with modern warfare two. yeah but so the- they like piggyback off each other like they take years off and years on and stuff. But the community favors Treyarch, right? No. It's, it's, it's really split. Some people prefer Treyarch. I don't. Treyarch games usually don't look as good as uh, Infinity Ward games. That's the same engine though. Mm, no. no, I don't think it actually is. Because no. Infinity Ward has their own proprietary Infinity Ward engine. Okay, And I think Treyarch has its own Treyarch engine. If you play the games, you can tell there's a huge difference the way they play like i was talking
1: of the weapons even
0: the multiplayer yeah like i was talking to our cousin joe like a while back and we were talking about how like how going from modern warfare to cold war like you had to readjust the way you played because it's a it feels different it feels slower in a way uh cold infinity Ward is much more like twitch shooter so what was the last one with the mk ultra that was cold war that was 2020 okay that felt good to me yeah Oh, yeah, that's the slower one. That one's all right. That one's okay. good. That's probably why it's the it's slower one. The Infinity phase. War ones are the are the like quick action Twitch, shooter I like twitch shooters. I don't like Twitch shooters. Oh, okay. So. Then, you, then you probably won't like the Infinity War yeah. ones that much. So. And Sledgehammer just did the the Vanguard, the World War II one that just came out this past year. So now this cycle, now we're at Osmar Warfare 2, which is my preferred Call of Duty experience. And Joe, if you're listening, uh, I know he can attest to that too. So. I'm excited. I can't wait. I hope we do see. I hope they add more stuff. I mean, we got some cool stuff. I'm looking. I'm curious to see what Warzone, the next iteration of Warzone, is going to look like. Because I'm tired and burnt out on the current Warzone. Like I don't even play anymore just because it's just not my thing. Well, that's what I was
1: asking. Like besides guns and stuff, is it modes or
0: modes, like grander maps? Uh... Hopefully, more map variety. Modern Warfare, the first one, the remake 2019, has pretty decent maps. If they could just do Modern Warfare again, like that'd be great, cause that game is awesome, so. I digress, Johnny, I digress. Let's move on to our next article. This one comes from, oh hold on, the yeah, Game Rant. Uh, this one's about Kojima, except I'm checking to make sure, cause I don't want to make a mistake. Okay, good. I want to check my hard drive to make sure that this recording wasn't gonna get interrupted cause I didn't have enough space, but we're good, we're good. This article comes from Adrian Morales over at Game Rant it says, Hideo Kojima seems to be teasing. An announcement of some kind. Wait, what's the date on this one? This is published from five hours ago. Okay. says Hideo Kojima is one of the most enigmatic names in the world of gaming. His long and storied career has often seen the director utilize cryptic messages and guerrilla marketing tactics to promote his next big title. A recent string of mysterious posts from Hideo Kojima on his social media accounts may be teasing an upcoming announcement as the gaming industry prepares for its marketing season. Kojima has often been praised as someone who has pushed the video game medium to new heights, specifically with Metal Gear, often considered the first stealth game followed by multiple critically acclaimed sequels. The latest game from the mind of Hidalgo Kojima is 2019's Death Stranding, an action-adventure game that marketed itself as the first Strand-type video game, whatever that means. Death Stranding received praise for its storytelling elements, cinematic quality, and unique approach to world traversal. It doesn't take long for players experiencing Death Stranding to see much of the same abstract imagery which Kojima often reveals in on, revels in on social media. The director can usually be found on Twitter and Instagram sharing his thoughts on the latest movies, <laughs> that's true, <laughs> ranging from summer blockbusters to independent art house and films. The director also frequently posts about the ongoing of his studio, Kojima Productions. Now, however, he seems to be teasing a major announcement. And then it shows like it shows it. So it shows like a tweet from him. And it's just a picture of a clock with like time ticking down. What time is it? Uh, The hour hand is between nine and ten. The minute hand is on seven. So nine thirty five. And then the second hand is on two. So it's nine thirty-five Ten. Nine hours, thirty five minutes, ten seconds. Oh, then he puts another picture of another clock. And then the long hand, the shorthand is on nine. No, it's on ten almost. And the minute hand's almost on. It's on eleven. So it's nine fifty six. Not sure what any of the. I think I don't know if the times actually matter. Well, I was thinking as a date, but it's thirty five. It and then mean, there's another works. picture. Except this picture is half of him. He just got there's like a mirror, and it's him taking a picture of the of the clock again, but a different clock. I don't, I don't know what it means. It's very cryptic. And there's another picture of another, another clock. It's the same clock, just in different positions, actually. This one's on 10. The long hour the hour hand's on 10, and the minute hand's on 4. So it's like 10, 10, 19, 10, 18. And then another. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't make any sense. Of it's that. another one. Except this one on the side has like the 6 to 1 aspect ratio number, 6, colon, 1. And the time is about to be like midnight, or maybe it's in the afternoon. It's 11.55. Okay, that's it. Throughout the years, Kojima has teased gamers with ambiguous mystery for his upcoming games, which eventually led to an announcement. What could be next in the long list of Kojima's marketing schemes involves various photos posted to his personal Instagram account, all of which feature a clock placed around Kojima Productions' headquarters. Oh, here you go, Johnny. The clocks in question have hands positioned at 935, 955, 928, 1019, and 1153. Okay, I was two minutes off. The last picture prominently to space 6 colon 1 in the image frame. Explicitly connects these photographs to one another besides it being the same white clock across all five posts. Regardless, after over two years since Kojima's last game, many believe that it may be time for an announcement of some kind from the director. As with many of Kojima's online endeavors, these images have been met with fans speculating about the intent with which Kojima posted them. Some believe that the 6-1 could hint at a possible date June 1st, which is right around the time when the gaming industry kicks off its marketing season. Perhaps Kojima has something to show at one of this year's showcases. Others believe the clock could hint at a theme in Kojima's next game. This is a well-educated guess when considering that many pre-release teases for Death Stranding utilized elements featured in the full game. Perhaps Kojima simply found these images aesthetically pleasing for now. It is all speculation. Alright, Johnny. The article kind of... We're just going to end it right there. Uh, Johnny, is there... I didn't play Death Stranding. Are there clocks in Death Stranding or no? Sweet. Um, No, it reminds me
1: more of the clock in Metal Gear. How you can forward time.
0: You think it's like a time travel game of some kind? i hope. I hope it is. Is this Kojima's Death Loop or something?
1: Nah. I don't know <coughs> Whatever he's making, I'm down for it. Oh, of course. I think it kind of goes without saying. Except he has not played Death Stranding, so how can you say that?
0: I just there's just too many games I've played, man. That's the Dave Chappelle meme. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Most the truth. I'll play it. I'll play it eventually. I'm just busy. I'm just. Tired. There's so many there's only so many games, Johnny. Like I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm It's a agent. Kojima game. Fair enough. It's always
1: time. I'll get the PS5 version then. No, I just gotta upgrade the thing. I've been saying that, but you haven't told me like, yeah, I'm gonna play it for sure. Because oh, if, like a if you're not gonna play
0: it, then I'm not gonna upgrade it.
1: Alright, I'll play it. I'll play it.
0: All right. I imagine he's teasing something, right? It's not like he's just taking pictures of clocks just for the fun of it. There must be some kind of like he loves to stir the pot. He loves to kind of do this weird shenanigans, so. I don't know. It's just Kojima being Kojima, if that makes any sense. Next article comes from us from Kotaku, Johnny. Written by Ethan Gak. Gak. I, I, never, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm just going to go with Gok. Gak. Gak, you think? It's Gak. Okay. We looked it up. We did? Yeah. Oh, I don't even remember says, private equity eyeing Ubisoft as the next big gaming acquisition. Uh-oh. Remember that song? Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh. Who's that? Lumity? You don't remember
0: Lumity? No. Oh. I remember song, but I don't Okay. Private equity firms could be beginning to circle over Ubisoft. Bloomberg reported Friday. Talks are early, but include interest from firms like Blackstone Inc. I never heard of them. And KKR and & Co. Never heard of them either. Even if it's not private equity, senior current and former Ubisoft developers Kotaku has spoken with in recent months believe the company will eventually sell to someone amid a flagging stock price and ongoing production struggles. Bloomberg reports that Blackstone and KKR and Co, the two biggest private equity firms in the world, oh, there you go, Johnny, have been studying the French business and have been have quote preliminary takeover interest in Ubisoft but that the company hasn't yet entered into, quote, any serious negotiations with potential acquirers. According to Kotaku sources, Ubisoft has been working closely with several outside consultancy firms in recent years to audit various parts of its business. While companies will do this to become more profitable and prepare for the future, sources Kotaku spoke with suggest it's a sign that Ubisoft's trying to tidy up its books for a potential sale. And a massive ad just came on my screen. Give me a second. On a wave of recent big gaming acquisitions that include GTA publisher Take-Two buying Zynga, Sony buying Bungie, and Microsoft's $69 billion deal to absorb Activision Blizzard, it seems like a game of eat or be eaten for those who remain. EA CEO Andrew Wilson said as much in an earnings call earlier this year in which he placed the FIFA publisher firmly in the, quote, big fish looking to eat other fish camp. Or is that one song that says Johnny, "Big Bank take little bank." Okay, right there, Johnny. That's it for the article. Johnny, you, you know I don't. These stories are, are so so common now, but like, I just hate them. I really don't like the consolidation and acquisition. This yeah. is, I mean, this is nothing new. We've talked about this before. How that's kind of where we're at now, where like everybody's gobbling up everybody. Well, they're doing poorly. Right uh supposedly not in this article but another article i read that like none of the original like founders are even with ubisoft anymore okay i can't think of a game that i like from ubisoft really i mean oh, that's right you don't on. you don't like the collectathon traversal world stuff huh so you don't like far cry you don't like assassin's creed you don't like ghost recon you don't like rayman or the Rabbids. the division was cool just very
1: grinding i haven't played the division so i'm not to neither of them no so i'll have to take your word for that one i think you'll like them if you yeah. like COD, you'll like them they're just third person mm. and it's super techy shit like uh, you get to fly around drones and mm. it's dope different builds uh there's probably a demo in the store i'm pretty sure i played a demo for part two. i think they're
0: cheap they're pretty cheap now maybe i should give them a try i'm pretty sure they're really cheap right now
1: but yeah would...
0: yeah they uh ubisoft games drop fast yeah, that's the thing, right? When they do come out, like, I usually hold off on buying them because I know, like... Because they usually come out during the fall and then, like, right around Black Friday, like, they drop down to, like, half the price. Like, that's literally how, how I got Far Cry 6 last year. I was like, I know it's going to go down in price and then, you know, Black Friday came around and I picked up the game. Oh, no, that was the game I told you that I got for free from that one guy who was, like, really nice when I went to GameStop. Remember I told you the story about the guy who bought me a... a he had extra credit... For GameStop, it he didn't. No, I didn't. hear that Didn't I tell you? I told some. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I told her. I told somebody. I was in line behind this guy in GameStop. We were like just chatting it up, and then he went to the counter, and his reward points were about to expire, mm. but there was a limit to how many he could use in one transaction. Uh, okay. And so he's like, he turned around to me, he's like, "How many games are you getting?" I'm like, oh, "I'm just getting these two He said, "Don't worry, I got you, bitch." Without the bitch part, but yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I went up to the counter, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna apply my points to his transaction," and I like, "Okay." And, like, I thought, like, oh, I'm going to get, like, $10, $5 off the game. It paid for the entire game and then a little bit of the other game I got. Hmm. And I was, like, what? Like, oh, my God. Like, thank you, man, so much. Like, I was, like, so happy. Like, it was, like, $35 off my, like, transaction. Damn. So, because both games I bought were $30, like, it was, like, pretty good. And I was, like, oh, man, I should have gone and got something else. But, <laughs> but anyways, my point is, uh, yeah, Ubisoft, you're right. Ubisoft games tend to drop their value pretty quickly so john what do you think about this acquisition though do you think ubisoft should toughen it out or do you think that new people in control will probably like find the best way to like actually make them make quality games again
1: i'm not sure because they just don't have ip that I, i really value that i'm nostalgic for none of that they don't make super like highly polished games i don't think
0: yeah, I mean, in terms of AAA, I do I do think like they're kind of like on the lower rungs. Yes, yeah, they're considered AAA, but I don't think they, they are, are AAA. Well, AAA, okay, it's like a loaded term. Basically, it just means like how independent financially you are, kind of, or like how you're able to pull your resources. It's a very vague term. AAA, I think from what I understand, it implies that you can that you can distribute. You have your own pub, You are you have your own publisher. You have your own like everything's in house basically. Like, you don't rely on another company to distribute your game like indie games do. Or stuff like that. Or what it used to be called, like, Double A, which was like THQ and smaller studios like that. But anyways, I digress. I, I don't like acquisitions. I don't like this kind of consolidation, this making the gaming space smaller and smaller and more condensed into said, bigger names. But it said,
1: like, BlackRock, right?
0: Black... Rock? Was that the name of the company? Yeah, Blackstone. Blackstone.
1: Blackstone. Okay. They're like twins, whatever. There's BlackRock and Blackstone. Uh But yeah, I just don't care about Have you heard of these fair. companies before? Yeah.
0: You have. KKR and Co and Blackstone? Not, not that one. Oh. I don't know much about private firms or acquisition firms. I don't or equity. There you go. I don't know what that means really. But uh it sucks. It sucks and if it does happen I guess I hope that I hope they you know tidy things up and put out more quality titles and less yearly after yearly after yearly entries like Call of Duty does because Call of Duty at least does it better in my opinion. So
1: well, they're taking a break, right? Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, they are starting with I'm more
1: the, excited for that than anything.
0: They're supposedly it's not for sure thing. They, supposedly they're gonna start taking a break starting next year. So this is gonna be the last major release mm-hmm. this year's. And next year they're gonna take like a break, I think. That's cool. Which is good because that gives each game a little bit more time to like breathe, rather than being like, like, when's the next one coming along? You know. So, anyways, I digress. Right on to our next article. Question. What? Our last story, Johnny, is this one from Game Rant, written by Dalton Cooper. Says, rumor. Look at all these. You know, as I start singing, look at all these rumors surrounding me every day. Rumor is PS Plus Premium leaks four games. Johnny, four games. In an effort to complete, uh, complete, in an effort to compete with Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass subscription service. Again, I say it's not to compete for that, but whatever. Sony is making some big changes to PlayStation Plus. Starting in June, Sony is introducing brand new PlayStation Plus tiers, with the priciest being the PS PlayStation Plus Premium tier. This tier of PlayStation Plus will not only get subscribers access to all the benefits of standard PlayStation Plus and PlayStation yeah, PlayStation Now, but it will also include hundreds of, hundreds of PS1, PS2, PSP, and PS3 games. At the time of this writing, Sony has not officially announced any of the retro g- games that will be a part of PS Plus Premium when it launches in June. However, however, the Korean ratings board may have revealed four of the games that will be part of the service. As spotted by Gematsu, new ratings have been issued for the classic PS games Siphon Filter, Siphon Filter 2, Siphon Filter Dark Mirror, and Siphon Filter Logan Shadow. It's possible these ratings could be for a proper Siphon Filter collection or other re-releases, but the more likely scenario is that these games are coming to PS Plus Premium. And since the Siphon Filter games have been leaked in this manner... It's entirely within the realm of possibility that even more retro PS Plus premium games will leak in the same way in the weeks leading up to its launch this summer. If this leak is accurate, then it seems Siphon Filter fans will be able to play through the entire series on their PS4 and PS5 systems, except for the PS2 game Siphon Filter The Omega Strain. Siphon Filter The Omega Omega Strain received the worst reviews out of the bunch and is generally considered to be the worst in the series. So that could explain its absence, <laughs> but one would think that it would be better to just have it on there as well for completion's sake. Despite the Siphon Filter series being popular with fans, it's remained dormant since 2007's Logan's Shadow on PSP. Developer Ben Studio since went on to make handheld spin-offs of the Resistance and Uncharted franchises, while producing original IP Days Gone for PS4. It's unclear what exactly Ben Studio is working on right now, but it's not a Days Gone sequel, so maybe Siphon Filter could make a proper comeback one day. In the meantime, hopefully Sony reveals more details about the PS Plus Premium Games list so fans know whether or not they should plan on signing up for the service. Johnny. Yeah. Before we started reading this article, you took the initiative to write down games you'd like to see added to the service. Is that not correct? Yeah, sure. So, what games would you? Lo- well, what, for, what well, are the? Well, first of all, okay, I'm kind of curious because you're not someone who's really into retro stuff. You don't really look backwards. Yeah, unless it's a
1: franchise that I didn't get to
0: play at all. So okay. things I've already touched. Well, I that's a lot won't... of games you missed out on. Yeah, so, but <laughs> so okay. which game? Okay, so ahead. games
1: I would probably uh, a game that I would probably want to go back to. I don't know if this is on PS one or two but there's extermination a game you gave me a long time ago that was ps2 ps2 yeah right. well yeah it's still one two maybe three right for the reverse compatibility say it again it's one two and i think maybe three yeah yeah right yeah ps1 right, PS2, so, it still counts. PS3. so yeah, there's yeah. extermination i would go back to it things i didn't get to play were uh chrono cross and chrono trigger
0: really yeah. well you can oh you don't
1: have a switch never mind i was just familiar with it because of the fanfare out there and also because the music is dope like the remixes oh oh for sure especially Cro- especially chrome trigger yeah yeah uh star ocean Ooh, i love did star you, ocean. you did you
0: played it which one I don't, I don't know how many there are there's five current ones there's a sixth one coming out this year. i heard it was trash which one the latest star ocean oh yeah yeah i heard that too i heard five and four are trash three two and one are are beloved three two one two three wait they're all
1: coming out as a
0: no 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 no. i'm just letting you know one two and three are like beloved five and four are like not as well received
1: but isn't there a, a latest remaster or something for star ocean oh well, is it star ocean there's a new there one there was a
0: recent like uh reveal you're thinking of chrono cross probably Chrono Cross just got like a HD release on Switch. I think you're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Chrono Cross got an HD release on Switch. So I want to try Star Ocean. Siphon, I have fond memories, but it's just so dated.
0: I just remember tasing people until they caught on fire. That's literally all I remember doing. Tasing what? Tasing people. I remember that. The first game, the first one. You can, like, tase people, and you can, like, tase them until they just caught on fire and died. No, I remember uh, being in, like, the train
1: station. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Something I would definitely play again is Dino Crisis. Oh, that's a good pull. Good pull. And maybe the last one, I'm sure I have more, but the last one is probably Parasite Eve. I just began, I started the game, but
0: I never completed that. Really? I know you played Parasite Eve. Okay. Interesting. What do you have? Uh, For PS1, Ape Escape 1, of course. I would love to play Escape One again. I haven't played that in God knows how many years, but I would love to play that again. Uh, Suikoden One and Two on PS One. Suikoden, they're like it's an RPG. All right. But in the in Suikoden One and Two, the whole thing in Suikoden is that you can recruit 108 playable characters. That's been like the gimmick for that series. And I played one. I've played a lot of one. Never finished it. But Suikoden, Deuce, Suikoden Two is supposed to be like the best in the whole series. And, like, right now, the series goes up to five on PS2. Mm-hmm. They haven't made any new consoles we in games since the PS2 era. They've done, like, spinoffs and stuff on DS, but, like, nothing, like, mainline, mainline since PS2. So I would love to uh, get to play two, because if you try to find two right now, it's, like, very expensive. Like, like, Complete is very expensive. But you can buy it off the PSN store for cheap, I think. So there's always that route. Uh, also, Clock Tower. Clock Tower for the PS1. So, Clock Tower is one of the early, like, horror games on the PS1. Clock Tower, you play as a girl. You cannot fight back. You don't have any weapons. And you go from room to room, like, exploring. And there's a guy with giant scissors chasing you. Okay. He has giant scissors. He's kind of like a, like, Jason or Freddy kind of character. And you can't really fight back. You can only run and hide from him. But, like, you have, like, this little sanity meter or like the longer like he chases you the more it fills up and then once it gets to a certain point you can like die from a heart attack kind of thing and then like your meter goes down when you're like hiding successfully and he can't find you kind of thing so it's 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 a really interesting kind of like aside from Resident Evil and Silent Hill this was another like early horror game but this one was less empowering and more about you just trying to survive without like fighting back and so there was a PS2 game called uh, Haunting Grounds, which is kind of like a spiritual successor to it. There's a bunch of other stuff like the game has influence, but but uh, I've always wanted to play that uh, clock tower. And so also uh, Breath of Fire 3 on PS1. Breath of Fire 3. Do you remember Breath of Fire 3, Johnny Chance? No, I keep thinking Zelda. The funny thing is the only reason why I know about this game or why I even found out about it Was because you had the strategy guide for Resident Evil 2. Remember that? Yeah. On the back of the strategy guide is an ad for Breath of Fire 3, another Capcom game. Okay. So I knew about Breath of Fire 3 in relation to your strategy guide for Resident Evil 2. And I was like, what is that game? It looks cool because it's like an RPG. It's like a Japanese RPG. So you saw the cover. What's on the cover that got you interested? Well, the cover is actually not that interesting. It's just a flaming sword with the word Breath of Fire 3. But then, like all ads had like little screenshots of in-game stuff, like on the mm-hmm. si- like on the side was like little screen, like three screenshots, and it looked like a very like playful RPG kind of thing. And I think I think you actually had the magazine. I think you had the Strategy Guide, whether you knew it or not. I don't think I. I, I if I showed you the image, I think you would remember it. It would trigger like a memory. In you. Only maybe because you had those that, that that when people. you guys lived with Gloria. You guys had that magazine with you. I just remember the one for Resident Evil and Soul Reaver. I'll show it to you later after we're done recording. Go ahead. Because you're not going to remember. But anyways, that's the, uh, those are my PS1 picks because I always want to play Breath of Fire 3. I played 1 and 2 on Game Boy Advance because they did get ported to Game Boy Advance because they were Super Nintendo games. And then 4 mm-hmm. is also on PS1. I have that one, but i never finished it. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at that. For PS2... I would want to get a in 3, 4, and 5 because those are the sequels. Uh, Wild Arms 3 to 5 also. That's another JRPG. Xenosaga Episodes 1 through 3. Again, another JRPG. This one, people have been like demanding these remakes or these remasters because those games are very expensive to find individually. But Namco Bandai just hasn't gotten around to really do anything about it. And then the last one is Dot Hack One Through Four. Again, another Bandai Namco JRPG, which the individual games are just crazy, ludicrously expensive. So a lot of the games I really want to play are either games I'm nostalgic for, or games that I never played because of how expensive they are to get now. But that I'm curious enough to play about that I want to give a try. And they're mostly RPGs, because that's basically what the PS One does best is RPGs. So so with
1: this new ps plus the tier system do you think it's worth it right like the we get the 60 and then the middle tier and then the high tier the middle tier is like whatever the high tier is
0: where you want to be yeah does this you know i have to see the lineup i would have to see the lineup and we still don't know what the full lineup is yeah because because i'm like ah, is it enough to
1: hold me over for a few for a few months actually because it's for the whole year huh yeah All you could do monthly too no, I'd have to get it just for the whole year. That's oh, have like. to be worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Because I'm thinking, um, what games am I really gonna get into? And they keep coming in. Like I just said, Soul Reaver. I want to try that out again. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Sub Zero Anthologies.
0: Oh, that's a good quote. Cool. That one's dope I too. remember. I I think Jeremy had that one, right? Our cousin
1: Jeremy. I'm pretty sure he did. It. I remember that one. Yeah. So imagine a game like that. Anthologies going at 60 frames.
0: I don't. Are they saying that they're doing? Like, oh, they did say that some games would get like some games would have some improvements and tweaks. Yeah. That would be dope. Or I, I imagine they're probably just gonna like overclock them or something, right?
1: I don't know what type of magic they're gonna do, but yeah, if they got higher frames, I'm down for some of these games. I want to play some yeah, old if games I play now. Them.
0: I feel like playing older games now. I want to play some old games now. Like uh, even DS games, I'll play right now. I'm kind of itching for. Nostalgic die. Gradius should be on PS, right? Gradius, I think after three, yeah, I think Gradius one, two, and three are on Nintendo. But I think after three, they, I know for sure five is on PS one or PS two, because I remember you guys either had it or you guys rented it. Five, I believe. We probably rented it because
1: I remember playing the other ones on well, Giovanni's. Guys, yeah, Super when you guys game. lived with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, prior to that, I think. uh I think I played
0: those with Danny as well. Our cousin Joe's brother, or also our cousin, yeah, our cousin yeah. Danny. Maybe that's possible. But yeah, I, I would just love to play some. If they can get some really solid old school JRPG, especially if it's like Dot Hack or Xenosaga, I would, I would pay for it because I don't have easy access to those games. Mm-hmm. And it'd only be like for ten bucks more than what I'm paying for regular PlayStation Plus. So ten bucks more a month, like I'm willing to eat that cost for that for access to like some deep. Like gems, yeah. There's dogs barking, can't do much about it, but uh, at least now you you know that we're near dogs and stuff, I guess. Um, so yeah, drop, shut them down, open up shop. Oh, 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 I accidentally unpaused the unpause recording, anyways. <laughs> I just realized I paused it, yeah. We paused it to stop the dogs, anyways, Johnny. So do you have any other gems you would like to add to that i'm, I'm thinking right now that since you kind of like triggered the the sub-zero anthology, like like hearing that like unlocked a part of my brain to like older stuff like i'm thinking now metal slug anthology all the metal slug games on there would be dope i'm thinking like if we could get uh this is an obvious one, but Metal Gear Solid, obviously, the first the PS1 game, Metal Gear Solid, would be great on there. because yeah, there's, there's a ton. I just not everybody know. has easy access to I, MGS1. I just don't know if they're playable anymore. Like. MGS2? MGS3? I
1: think 1, two, 3, they're still playable. But there's also, like, Twisted Metal, Fitchelante 8. Twisted Metal 1, 2, 3? It three. might be a little bit too dated, though.
0: Oh, no, yeah, there's, there's going to be some games on the service that's it's like, man, like this has not aged well. I still think, like, Super Nintendo-era games have aged better yeah. than PS1 just because of the polygonal. It just doesn't look good compared to sprites, like, especially now. So a lot of that stuff was like, whoa, this is 3D without really caring about the quality of the 3D. Tekken might still be playable. Who? Tekken. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure Tekken's still, like... Um, I can't imagine many people going back to play old-school Tekken. Like, if there's not an active fighting scene for it. But, I guess, maybe. Anyways, Johnny, we have reached the end of our news segment. So, my question is, of course, as always, Johnny. What have you been playing? So, unfortunately unfortunately he no. said unfudge i'm like unfudge like are we taking chocolate out unfudge unfortunately i have a sad story about that about fudge oh no but
1: uh yeah uh <laughs> i just downloaded the tiny tina's whatever dlc thing okay the the dragon keep one or a little side game yes. yeah um i'm gonna try that i haven't played it i have and not played also it. what is it i told you earlier uh lego star watchdogs oh Watch lock I'm gonna give that a try. I know I'm gonna hate the driving. That's one of the things that's holding me back from playing it. But I'll check that out. Uh aside from that, I really haven't been playing anything.
0: Yeah, this is the first time I think since we started this podcast where like I don't have a solid answer for this. Cause I haven't I haven't really been playing anything in particular. I've been just kind of just hopping around, just playing random stuff. Cause I'm like I'm not burnt out on gaming, but I'm just not. I'm in one of those funks where like I'm not like my no one game can hold my interest right now for like a particularly long time. Like I played, uh, I've always been playing triangle strategy. I've also been playing. I haven't played Elden Ring in almost a month now, and I'm not even done with that game.
1: And it's not, I was gonna ask you about that. Like, did you ever finish it? Or when are you gonna review that game?
0: I'm not gonna review it. I, I, I that game's too long. I think I just. I got to a point where like I don't know what I have to do next. And I know I can just look it up. But I think that, that sudden pause and stall for me has kind of killed the momentum of the game for me right now. Because the game is daunting, huh? It is daunting. But it's also really fun. But I'm also at the point where I'm like... I feel like I've kind of seen and done everything the game has to offer. At this point, I only want to complete it just to say I completed it, though. That's
1: interesting. And there's nothing in the game, I'm assuming... Like, a storyline where you're like, I have to fucking know what happened.
0: There is a story, but it's I, I, it's hard for me to follow. Because it's kind of, like, hidden in, like, the side quest and, like, lore. The game's, like, hidden you know, me like, like, is my duty to survive. None of that. No, because it's basically kind of, like, the stories about you. about. So you're, like, the Tarnished, right? The Tarnished is the name of the character, right? Mm-hmm. Tarnished. But there's lots of Tarnished in the game who are all vying to become Elden Lord. And to become Elden Lord, you have to kill, like, these massive strong bosses who like each contain part of the elden ring yeah and you have to put the elden ring back together sort of to become elden lord it's kind of it's not deep but some people say it's actually really deep but i can't really tell because it's not presented in a way that's accessible it's like a lot of like background environmental storytelling stuff so but anyways, I, I want to get back to Elden Ring because I'm I am wa- i I'm craving like that boss challenge again, or like that thrill of having like a tough boss fight, but it's hard for me to jump back in right now just because I have like other stuff that I'm playing. Uh I started playing Lego Star Wars, by the way, also. I got um it's basically a Lego fied version of every of the, each of the nine Star Wars films. I completed the prequel, so like episode one through three, like with Anakin and Obi Wan. I'm almost done with episode four, which is a new hope with like the death star and all that. But I haven't found, that's another game where I kind of started and I'm like, like this isn't really clicking pun intended. Isn't really clicking with me. I kind of just like, this is cool. Like the meat of the game is going to be in the post game where you can go back and like play with whoever you want and like do stuff like you couldn't do before. For example, there's like, um, in each of the main levels, there's, like, chrome, like, pathways or, like, chrome doors or chrome objects you can't break. Because you have to be a bounty hunter character to break those. So, what you have to do is you have to clear the story mode with the story characters. And then you can go back and mess around with whoever you want. But to do that, you have to complete the storylines. And I'm kind of just, like, I want to get straight to that point. But I have to go through all the movies. And I'm just, like, I feel so lazy. Right, These last two, like, three weeks, two or three weeks, I've been... I'm like a really lazy gamer. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just the doldrums. Like, it's May or something. And I'm kind of, like, far away from, like, gaming season. I don't know what it is. I'm just kind of... I just have moments where I just kind of, I'm just i just kind of meh, you know? Well, for me, it's not necessarily that. It's also,
1: I want to catch up on the other, like, film and yeah, and television. exactly. Like, I've been trying to catch up on Ozarks. Ozarks
0: okay yeah great. it's a great fucking that's the show. one with uh Jason I can't remember his full name uh, I forgot his damn name but I, I fucking love that show it's and like the very serious actor guy not serious but he's like in comedies but he's like the the ver- the white guy with the colored eyes and like the straight hair right Jason Bateman Jason Bateman right there you go yeah uh, yeah I heard that show's good you it's keep telling me great dude it's so fucking good that's the thing is like there's so much like I'm banned of many hobbies they say you should mm. have supposedly they say you should have three hobbies right one that keeps you fit, one that is a creative outlet, and one that supposedly make has to should make you money. It's five. Uh, it's what five, they say five habits. I don't
1: know. No they hobbies,
0: change. not habits. Hobbies. Yeah, yeah. They say five. You said habits. Well, I meant hobbies. Anyways, right now I'm like really it's uh, it's gonna be a small. I know this is about video games, but I'm just real quick. I I'm really into gardening right now because you and I kind of you got kind of reignited my interest in gardening, so I'm into that right now i'm really into um shoot i'm kind of getting back into airsoft again and i'm kind of just feeling like no i haven't bought any of the stuff yet but i spent a lot of time just browsing to see like what's out there in the eight year hiatus that i've taken from airsoft there's like way more like varieties in like airsoft guns and stuff like so i'm just like doing my research and stuff yeah you're really into your your hentai what gonna... not, no and i'm really right now back into like anime like i'm watching that didn't you.
1: seem like a very truthful no Just... i'm not you know, okay
0: okay, okay. I, mean, I mean you know i think there's all there's a little deviancy in all of us <laughs> there's a little deviancy in all of us okay okay continue but that's not like something i talked to you about so so i don't know where you got that from but i mean i am human to be human is to err they said like errors. so from henatai to philosophy okay hentai to philosophy that sounds like a really dope like book from hentai to it's like an encyclopedia covering like everything from h to p
1: from hentai to philosophy that would be my my table book for my uh right next to the
0: cookbook for resident evil (laughs) what is it called the coffee table books coffee coffee table books yeah that reminds me of, uh, have you seen, there's like a meme or an image of someone reading a book about like, how, like how to get the best sleep and like they're like sleeping on the subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, it must be a really good book. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I started watching cause I've always been like growing up. I've always been aware of Gundam as like a thing, right? Like that's like a massive IP, massive property. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've never really been into it because it's just all, it's just giant robots. That's all I know about. Right. But I started watching the original 1979 Gundam's like, anime. And it's actually pretty deep. Like, the animation has not aged very well. It looks very scooby Dooish, like that era. Yeah, that's hard. I wish I could get into those, but the anime- It's, like, very Hanna-Barbera Bar- Bar- kind of, like, freaking, uh, what, uh, we call it, um, Hong Kong Foo. Do you remember that dog? The Or, like, Secret Squirrel or, like... I'm talking about, like, early, like, 60s, 70s era cartoons where it's, like, this animation has not aged well. But the storytelling is really, really deep. Like, there's a lot of politics, a lot of, like, geopolitical warfare stuff going on. Like, the reasoning and, like, the alliances and the relations between people is, like, way above any American cartoon for that same timeline. For, like, the 60s or 70s. It's, like, a very cohesive, self-contained story. So, it's really dope. But... Catching up on anime. I went to the movies today and yesterday. Been catching up on Netflix and just watching a bunch of stuff. And it's like, it's hard. It's I think with games, like when you're invested in a game, like you're you know you're down for like a several like ten to forty hours for a storyline. And then when you're watching a TV show or just consuming passive media, like it's there's a shorter like time of investment. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm not burnt out per se. I think I just need to find that one thing that's going to click with me, and, I'm, and I'm, I'll am i be back. I'll be back. So I've been playing LEGO Star Wars. Not Elden Ring, although I should be. Playing a Triangle Strategy. Have I been playing anything else, really? No, I think it's just those same three. I've just kind of been in a funk. I don't know. I think something's going to snap me out of it sooner or later. I just don't know what it is. So that's where i'm at right it's now triple a game dude i don't think there's anything triple a for a while oh we didn't well, even talk about like like kingdom hearts 4 that's happening i didn't oh, even expect that to happen why do we
1: gotta cover that because it's kingdom hearts i mean, mean you already got sora and smash like what else do you want
0: did you see that there's a there's a very strong hint that star wars is gonna be part of kingdom hearts the A T. the atst yes A-T-S-T, yeah. close yeah. enough but the leg shows up. I didn't see it, but I just heard that it was in there. Yeah, the leg shows up. And also, like, that forest scene is straight out of Endor from the Battlefront 2 game. What did I miss? I just missed the part where he's running on the street. No, before that, the, sitter, the trailer starts off with, like, a forest river scene. Okay. And that forest river scene, like, where the waterfall is, is exactly, like, straight out of, like, where Endor, the planet Endor is in uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. So then what do you want the game to have in it? lightsaber
1: keyblade yeah but we're gonna have star wars what else oh shoot i don't know lightsaber um, keyblade damn that's dope right yeah
0: can you imagine that like that's gonna be a blue one and a red one or something or a green one yeah that's, that's like the fusing of like the two coolest weapons into
1: one the uh the part where i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to get into it is the trailer is awesome right unreal engine 5 baby but that's just an iteration like
0: they're gonna be different
1: styles of yeah
0: yeah Every time Sora goes to a different like Disney or different world, like his style re- changes to reflect the animation of that world. So what they showed us, what do you think that is? That's a specific world. He's not going to look like that for the whole game. What world do you think that, that is? That world is, um, It's I believe, from the made-up video game that's in Toy Story. Okay. Maybe. So we go to this Toy Story world in Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, all the characters in Toy Story are, like, like fawning over this video game called Verum Rex. It's not a real game, but it's a fake game within the Toy Story world, Mm -hmm. okay? It's a video game they play on a video game system in Toy Story. And that world has a very anime, like, very Japanese, super, like, Tokyo kind of, like, aesthetic. And we see at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 that Sora gets transported to that world, and then the game ends right there. So it seems like it's picking off right there with this fake... This fake Final Fantasy world or whatever, and then the and then the no more to see no more. The game directors already said like, oh yeah, like Sora only looks like that in that world. He doesn't look like that in, throughout the whole game.
1: What do you think is up with him like sitting in
0: that psychologist looking chair? Like he's just laying oh down yeah, on the sofa. He's like laying down. Yeah. He's uh, he must have passed. Supposedly, I haven't played the DLC for Kingdom Hearts three, but supposedly he quote dies unquote end quote, and that's the world he wakes up in. Supposedly. So what about uh Donald and Goofy? They're searching for him in the underworld. At the end of the trailer, because like you can tell, like there's a f- red flame behind them, and the flame becomes blue. And there's only one person who does that, and that's Hades in Hercules. Oh, you're right. He's red when he's when he's like he's like red, and then, oh no, he starts off blue, and then he gets red when he's angry. Which is weird because blue is actually a hotter flame than red. So really he's cooling down but i'm not gonna get into the physics of fire and stuff so anyway so that's where we're at with that um I, i'm trying to think what's the next thing to be excited about we're, we're in, okay we're in may no we're in april we're not even in may yet we're almost in may forespoken forespoken got delayed right remember yeah forespoken got delayed he's got a war that's got that's not even like we don't even have like a release date for that we, just we don't it's, but it's, it's this year. year yeah it's this year we got Doctor Strange in a couple weeks. That's exciting. Movie side, at least that's exciting. Yeah, we got more Moon Knight, which is all right so far. It's really cool. I like Moon Knight. Was Moon Knight's really dope. I love Oscar Isaac is so cool in it. I love him. Yeah. But on the gaming side, on the gaming side, there's nothing really that's. I can't think of anything that really excites me. I think we kind of got through all the major stuff for the first half of the year. Okay, what's gonna excite me?
1: Is probably for, for one of the next big events we might have a reveal for re4 for resident evil 4 and it might drop within six months of that
0: are we supposed oh well we just read right we're supposed to get something from kojima oh the modern warfare 2 tease, obviously like I, but all that stuff is like so far away though that's like later in the year i imagine like actual payoff release date stuff It's just, I don't know, sometimes I get into, like, funks where I don't really feel like playing anything in particular. It's kind of like that, uh, we talked about this before, the paralysis by analysis. Because I have Game Pass, I have, like, Steam, I have, like, all these avenues to play stuff. That's why I wasn't watching a lot of, like, TV shows. And then when I finally got
1: back into it, I was all over the fucking place. Like, uh, like I said, Ozarks, and then I didn't know there was, like, these little animes for the release of Blade Runner. Did you? uh, 2049.
0: Yeah, it's on Netflix, right, or no?
1: It, well, you can see them on YouTube too. Oh, on YouTube! There's like these small, these three. Did you see animes. your
0: show got renewed for season three? What show?
1: uh The something in robots, Death and Robots. Oh, and really? It's getting rene- it got renewed for uh, season three. Love Death and Robots. There you go. Yeah, that's cool. The last season wasn't wasn't all that great, except for one, oh. which was a uh, like Cyberpunkish newer one. Hmm. Uh, so that's cool. Um, I've been watching a lot of Narcos. Um, I wa- I started watching. I just saw the first episode. Oh. I started seeing uh, Resident Evil,
0: the Netflix series. Oh, the yeah, the CGI one, right? Yes. Um, how are how, how you liking that one? It's it's short. I think you can finish it like in two hours. No,
1: it's a season thing.
0: Yeah, but each episode's like short. It's like twenty minutes or something like that.
1: I think I'm just in the first one. Oh, Okay. I started watching... I'm um, so... Because I wanted, I wanted to get back into anime and I, and I DM'd you. And I was like, okay, this is what's going to get me back in.
0: Oh, you started watching Gun Gale, right? Yes. How are you liking that? Dude, it's it's great. It's only I've only seen the first one, but... I think the message... She's
1: so awesome, dude, with her little pink
0: P90. Yes, yes. I remember now. I think the message you sent me was... Th- I didn't think the thing to get me back into anime would be a girl with a pink P90. Yeah. I think that's a verbatim like that. what she said. We're, we're, yeah. We're...
1: yeah, she's dope. Uh... So I saw the way that
0: she's she so she takes on like that whole squad of like military like guys, right? Is it that one, the first episode where she's like hiding in yeah, the, in yeah, the yeah. suitcase or the box, or yeah, whatever? Because it's sort of online, yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. the
1: prior stuff that I saw for that is it's like they literally have fucking swords, yeah, and it's shit. sort of, yeah. But I saw her, and I was like, she's fucking adorable. She's the badass her little pink outfit, yeah. And then mm. it shows how she's trying to get into the system and. She finally gets what she wanted by her avatar. hmm And her avatar is so OP because she's so little, I guess. Yeah,
0: And, yeah. The but she's also really smart, though. She knows how to, like, play people off of each other and stuff. Like, she knows, like, tactics and stuff. Yeah. At, at, the animation for it is great. I love seeing the way,
1: like, she shoots people and it's, like, digital wounds. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is dope. So... Yeah, I, can't I think that's to... I think that's
0: like a way to like make it like not like censored but kind of like hey like it's not violent like you know it's like digital stuff right like it's and a then, clever way of dodging that and then
1: so. the uh, the way they communicate like her 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 dude or whatever
0: uh... oh yeah the not her spotter but she has like her uh, not handler but it's kind of like a handler yeah it's like her partner yeah the
1: way the way he's like well these are the tactics and you got to do this and that and then she's going through the whole thing and she finally she's like going along with it. And she's like, "Did he just set me up, right? <laughs> like, all this shit that's going
0: in inside her head is is fun. It's yeah. funny also. Yeah. I um, need to rewatch that because I haven't seen... I only saw, like, the first few episodes and I never finished it. I need to watch that again. I remember liking it, but I think I got distracted by something else.
1: Yeah. Well, I saw the first episode and as soon as I was done with it, I was like, okay, uh, Amazon, I need a Pink P90 keychain. Like, just give me something I could...
0: You know what's funny is you know how I mentioned I was trying to get back into airsoft again. Uh-huh. One of our friends, Omar, he has a pink P ninety airsoft gun. Mm-hmm. Directly influenced by that show, he has a pink P ninety. Did he buy it that way, or sp- spray it, or what? No, he bought it that way. He, so uh-huh. the website he got it from called Evic, uh, Evic or Evic. I forget if it's Evic or Evic. They're located in Al- Alhambra here in California. Mm-hmm. So it's a massive like like retail store, airsoft retailer, but they also like ship guns and stuff. And they offer, they have like for 150 bucks, they have an actual skirmishable, like you can actually use on the airsoft field. Pink P90. It doesn't have like labels or anything from the show. So it's
1: a P90, and then I think eventually it's like a handgun.
0: Yes, the the Vorpal Bunny. Is that
1: later in the series or what? The
0: yeah, I think I think that's her extra sidearm she has that she rarely uses. All right. But the Vorpal Bunny, my friend Omar also has the Vorpal Bunny. Okay. That he actually imported from Japan. And, that, and that's a functional airsoft gun. Yes, right, three hundred dollars for that one. Whoa! Yeah, he got him. He got he gave it to himself as like a birthday. Well, a decent gift. one
1: is already like two fifty, right?
0: Yeah, but his he got the Tokyo Marui, which is like in airsoft. Tokyo Marui is like high, high end like airsoft products. So he spent a pretty penny on. I like, do like Omar. Like if you won't buy it, I'm gonna buy you that hat. You need to have the hat. The hat is cool. <laughs> the little bonnet with like the yeah. ear. Like you need with that hat. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to go that far. I'm like, yes, you're going to go that far. You yeah. have the guns. You need the hat. <laughs> so I've been looking. I'll go on Etsy. Dude, I, if I'm airsofting, I'd wear the hat. Fuck. Cosplay. A lot of airsoft is basically just, it's basically like yeah, yeah. LARP. You're LARPing really, but with like guns. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you might as well just lean all in into it. You know what I mean? Like they have a, uh, I saw on. Dude, if I had a daughter, that would be the damn costume. Of of uh, P Chan or whatever her name mm-hmm. is, yeah, that would be funny. But uh, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying that. I'm glad you're enjoying that. So, but anyways, um, yeah, on the gaming side of stuff, I'm just not really into anything right now. I'm, I'm, I I want to play. Oh, they added Life is Strange, the new one to uh, the Game Pass. True Colors. Okay. I want to. I actually do want to play that. One. I forgot that they just added it recently. So I that might be the next game I play. The only thing is like that I found with PC gaming. Is I don't like how I have to be at the desk the whole time I'm playing because it's not comfortable for me. I think it's because I don't have a PC chair. I have a very, I have like one of these chairs. Well, then how do you play your PS? I lay down on my bed and just play it. I, from where my bed is positioned, I can just lay down and play PS. Oh, and you gotta get up with the keyboard. Exactly. Exactly. I think I need a new chair because it's just not, I don't like being on my PC for more than a couple, like an hour or two. It's just not comfortable for me, so. But I digress, Johnny. I think um, I think this is a good place to stop it, actually, because we don't. I mean, that's kind of it. We uh, have we kind of caught up on everything. Explain what we're talking about. I I I'm gonna play some stuff just so I have something to talk about next week. Uh, probably life is strange because I heard that game is really really good. It's one of those games where like you ends up on gaming services like quickly because it just probably didn't sell that well. So. I've heard the reviews for it are really great. One of my friends, uh, it was like his favorite game from last year. So, I'm going to give Life is Strange a try, and I'll have something to report about it next week, I guess. Johnny, you have any last things you want to say? Whoops, sorry about that. Any last things you want to say before we wrap it up? No, I'm good. No uh, more red light, blue light stuff?
1: Just uh, hit us up on Twitter if you have any uh,
0: suggestions or... I would appreciate that. That's right. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have made it this far, thank you so much. We appreciate it as always. Wow, it's late. I didn't realize it was that late. That's okay. Anyways, you can reach us uh, if you have any comments, suggestions, questions. You want to give Johnny some anime recommendations, maybe? Johnny's very into sci-fi and military stuff. Not so much into fantasy, so that's your kind of, like, your starting point for him, your touchstone for him. Um, If you want to talk... Reach us about any games you've been playing or anything. I think that might be interesting. So you can also do that. You can find us at DuoSensePodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that is DuoSensePodcast at yahoo.com. You can also reach us at DuoSenseP on Twitter. Again, that is DuoSenseP on Twitter because I could not fit the whole name. So yeah, that's going to be it for us tonight. And we'll see you hopefully next week. I, I, I'm i not going to get any promises. Uh, life throws random stuff at you, but I will try my hardest to get us back on schedule with a weekly podcast. I will make it I will uh what's the word? I will uh when you speak something to existence, Johnny, you're uh, manifesting. Manifest. Thank you. I will manifest it. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And we will catch you next week. Peace. Bye.